Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. Do you think uh, Perk is staying there on the post-game show? Oh, you know, the ref just called. Listen, you think if the ref just called it a better game, something to walk in and out of there and say, we got him. That's your Perk impression? Listen. I, I only got one word. I got one word. Listen. You gotta go a little, you gotta, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just gotta go a little deeper. Listen. But Perk was even, he's all in on the Raptors now, right? He should be. Matt's in on the Raptors now, too, which, by the way, just so everybody knows, is watching us. Matt does not have power right now, so he's doing this on his phone. That's why you can't see him right now. But, Matt, you're all in on the Raptors now, right? I don't know if I'm all in, but I'm saying I I think I like a lot of their players more than the the Celtics bench is brutal. I can't watch them anymore. I I really can't. When Scal on the broadcast is saying, I believe I wrote the quote down, It'd be nice for the Celtics to get some scoring off the bench from Shemi, and I think he said Wanamaker too. When he's when he's saying that, then that means he sees it as a huge problem because you know he's not going to dig into them big time. But Ty, I think you were the first one to bring it up in our group chat. Like, there's just no offense at all. And if you're not locking it down on defense, then what's the point of putting those three guys out there? Ty on the bench. Yeah, yeah. The bench is a fucking joke. They should not play any of those guys. Grant Williams, Shemi Ojale look like they're scared to be out there. Like, they're yeah, scared to shoot the ball. Grant Williams looks like he's never played basketball in his life. I mean, I cannot believe this guy went from dominating the NCAA tournament in Tennessee, like, good, looking good for his whole rookie year with the Celtics in the regular season, not playing that bad in the scrimmages, but, man, he looks lost out there. Don't play Grant Williams anymore. Stop it. Don't play Shemi Ojale anymore. Stop it. I don't want to see Shemi Ojale out there. Can't hit an open jumper. Wide open jumpers. He's breaking left and right. Give those minutes to Romeo Langford. And I know I'm biased. Here we go. But Romeo Langford <laughs> can actually take the ball to the rim and create an offensive possession that's going to end not in a brick three. Like, Shemi Ojale gives you nothing. The project, I'm so done with it. I don't know what Brad sees in him. You have a Do you want Wanamaker out there? You have a million guys on the bench that can play good defense. Romeo plays very good defense. 
So how about bringing a guy in that can actually take someone off the dribble? Shemi can't do that at all. He can't do that. He can't, right he can't that. spot up shoot. He's an okay defender and rebounder. But, I mean, give those minutes to Javante Green or Romeo Langford or somebody else. Javante Green? Don't go that not, far? Anyone but Shemi. Go ahead, Matt. I mean, at this point, I don't think Ty's wrong. I, I would play Rome. you got to play someone else because those guys suck. I mean, I don't know what they bring you. I don't know what Semi Ojale brings you. Empty minutes, 19 minutes, one for six, three points, five rebounds. All of us could have put up that That's, stat line out there. I mean, Cantor played well tonight, I thought. Cantor was very good. But, like, the other mm-hmm. night he sucked, and I don't know why they just don't go to, like, Robert Williams. Why not throw – like, these are eight games that, to me – I don't know. You're trying to get people's legs under them. You're trying to, you know, you're already locked in the playoffs, but you got to find out come playoff time who is going to be your solid rotation. And I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. if Brad Wanamaker's playing serious minutes, I said it all year long, and I was fair because yep. I said against the Bucks, I think when me and Ty did, he actually played well. I thought he played pretty well. He mm-hmm. is. He is so. He was so bad tonight. The fact that he was on the court for as long as he was. It's amazing they lost by 12. I mean, uh, six, whatever it was. It, I mean, he, he, some of the passes he was throwing was mm-hmm. like, it was like pukeable. I wanted, I wanted to puke. Yeah. This was, I cannot believe, well, you think when they don't have Jimmy Butler going into this game, they're going to be fine. And then somehow they still, I mean, look, Jalen Brown has looked good throughout all of this. I'm not worried about him. And Matt, I mean, I know we got it in the, the comments here, Matt. You're not worried you about Jalen about... Brown? What? No, not worried about I'm Jaylen not worried. Brown no, I'm not. Why worried. am I worried I about Jalen Brown? I mean, he's putting in a nine nine for twenty three. That he took a lot of mid range jumpers. He missed tonight zero assists in thirty nine minutes. Okay, Ty, has has he looked bad in the previous three games no, too? I'm, no, there's a yeah. lot more yeah. concerning parts yeah. than Jalen Brown. I'm giving you a hard yeah, time. because because you know at the end of Nobody it, he's not played he, well on this team. Because one of the things that I've seen, I saw tonight especially, was it just seemed like they, there were too many guys passing up on good shots throughout all of this. It. It too passive, and don't get me wrong, ball movement's great and everything, but I don't want it. I remember there's one position distinctly where it ended up being Marcus Smart had the ball in his hands with two seconds left, and I know that happens sometimes, but I felt like it, that was just bound to happen more often than it should have been throughout the course. Well, Marcus Smart's a whole other thing, too. But the one thing I wanted to ask Matt, because, Ty, you brought it up last show, and I think the one before was, Matt, how do you feel about uh, about Gordon Hayward and how he's been looking? I mean, well, did you think he was great tonight? I wouldn't say great, no, but, I mean, compared to what we've no, seen in the past. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. He's, yep. he's inconsistent. There's parts of the games where I'm like, oh, that was, you know, that was a good move. That was a good take. That was whatever. And then I'm like, then his plays, I'm like, oh, it's the same old, same old. He's just soft and – he doesn't do anything on defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, yeah, defense, not, of course. I guess it's not. I, you know, I don't watch him and be like, wow, he's bad. I just think he's he's inconsistent throughout every game. And people mm-hmm. will go, oh, he had 17, 8, and t- 3 or whatever. I'm like, okay, but that doesn't tell the whole story. Watch the game. That He has right. good moments, and he has moments where he's not good. Against Portland, he was great down the stretch. But mm-hmm. well, the time – the times there were times tonight, like what I look for is we talk about how he's too passive. I felt like I saw more moments where he wasn't as passive, where he kind of took charge to some extent, and we just lost Ty. That's great, um, but where he um, took charge at moments in the course of the game. But even then, I get I get it. It's still he's still not the Hayward that we expect him to be in the course of all this too. And uh, in the chat, Julie V wants to let uh, wants Celtics to let him go apparently. So, well, I know he's yeah. a Knicks fan, and they you'd be happy to have and, Gordon and Hayward. Who- so. 
And Julio, Julio's, Julio's not wrong though. I Gordon mean, Hayward. I mean, yeah. But at the end of the day, like I don't watch. He was fine tonight. The but there's other problems with this I'm not, team. I mean, I'm not, you had nothing from the bench tonight. That's right. that's my number one takeaway. Nothing from the bench, and you fall behind again in the first quarter. His team's kind of had a trouble. I mean, they played well in the first quarter against the Blazers. They were up by like 13 after that. But against really good teams, this team falls behind all too often. And you can't really do that. It was only five points tonight, but they were down early. Like, I mean, they haven't had yeah. really, they haven't really had a good shooting night. Like, they're ten for thirty three from from three point land. Yeah, I mean, as a team, they haven't had a good shooting. Night. There's been some individual ones throughout it for sure, but yeah, there's not like we came into this and you know Jalen Rose saying the Celtics are the you know, the team to beat in the Eastern Conference and everything and. We, we, I know I said it myself where they they have depth and that's something that will play well in all this, but depth doesn't mean shit when you're not when your you know, top five guys aren't shooting well. And then you talk about the bench too. I mean, I mean, your depth is only your starting five and Daniel or your starting five and Marcus Smart. That, and even then, it's, you're not you're not getting that. So I don't, I, I, after this game, after the Blazers game, I just, I don't feel good about them right now. I know it's, it's still kind of early in all this, but. The playoffs are going to come at you fast, and it looks like you're going to end up facing the Sixers and all this. If you look like this, I don't feel great about the Celtics' chances at all right now. No, what I've seen, I would pick them to lose to the Sixers in a series. Yeah, the Sixers haven't looked all that great, but I mean, the the Celtics' offense looks nowhere near what it was before the break. Like they're ball, they're. I think I I think they, for right the now, extra passes right now, and ball movement are, and the player the movement is just not there. I mean, you, you had a what fifteen assists tonight? Like that would be a season low for the Celtics in most years mm-hmm. for a game. Like they 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 obviously didn't shoot the ball well, but you can't sit there and tell me the ball movement was fine. They just missed shots. Like they're they're getting into the lane and immediately pulling up rather than getting into the lane, getting the defense to collapse and kicking it out for a wide open Gordon Hayward or a wide open Jalen Brown. Like mm-hmm. you didn't really see a whole lot of wide open shots that were missed tonight really besides Shemi Ojale, which I'm so sick of, but what were you going to say, Matt? Did I lose I Matt said, there? As of right now, the way I've watched it. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're good. You're good. I think Matt's on the delay. I as of right now, when I watch the teams play, I, I don't think, hear them at all. I think the Celtics are the fourth best team right now in the East. Fourth best team in the East. So you you're going Bucks. You're going. Oh, I guess we lost him. Okay. So I uh, we'll have to check in with Matt afterwards. You guys, the well, he's he lost his power. In fairness, I, I'll grant him that and all this. I, mi- I didn't hear anything he said. Oh, okay. He said. Oh, he said that he thinks that the Heat. Uh, I mean, that the Celtics are the fourth best team in the East right now. Yeah, I would agree. And honestly, if there was a one game, you know. Not a seven-game series, but if it was one game playing tomorrow, I would pick the Indiana Pacers to beat the Celtics. TJ Warren, okay. wow. Warren looks like one of the most unstoppable players in the league right now. He has been lights out walk, the entire time. He's a walking bucket. And mm-hmm. the way the Celtics offense looks, I know they scored 128 the other night, but, I mean, the Blazers aren't a great defensive team. But against no. teams that play good defense and can move the ball, like, they play without Jimmy Butler tonight, and they moved the ball really well to find those open shooters and down. Like Dwayne Wade made a good point. Like all they have to do is just down screen for for Duncan Robinson or or um, uh, I'm forgetting his name, Tower Hero, and mm-hmm. they're gonna get wide open shots. They need a half second to do it. The Celtics don't have a guy like that. Like for them to get threes, they need J- Jason Tatum to be like James Harden and dance at the top of the key and lull his guy to sleep. They don't have a guy that curls off a screen and shoots a three. No, like, they don't. Jaylen and that's Brown, one thing we've talked about. Jalen Brown hits a three, but 
he's got to be spotting up. It's someone's got to shake the defense and break it down for him to get open. They don't have anyone that can just curl off a three off the corner and fire up a three-point shot. Kemba Walker, yes, but uh, Kemba Walker is usually handling the ball and dishing it to the guy. So, right. Let's see if Matt. Can, go ahead and talk. I want to see if Tyler can hear you. I can't hear Matt now. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. Wanna... So I don't even know what you're saying. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Because I can hear you now. Can you hear him, Tyler? Yeah. Okay. Matt, can like you hear us now? Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's yeah. great. All right. Anyways, I'm sure it's going to play really well on the uh, on when we put it up for audio only. Anyways, um, where were we? Oh, you know what? The um, I totally lost. I lost what I was going to say in the course of all this. Um, that Jimmy was really no, it wasn't about semi-ozily sucking. It was um, no, because I, I don't want to say that. No, but I mean the the whole that whole line, that gr- grouping where he because he did that a lot in the regular. Se- well, it's still the regular season, but when things were kind of going normal, he ran that grouping a lot where you had Wanamaker, Grant Williams, and semi-ozily on the floor together. And now it it's not going to fly because they're not locked down. They're not locking down at all defensively. Grant, like you said, Grant Williams. There was that play with Tyler Hero where he you know faked him out of his shorts and I don't remember that ever happened to Grant Williams the entire year and he faced guys who were no. definitely a little bit better than, than Tyler Hero. Hold Matt's back in now. Let's see if that if we can hear him. Okay, Matt, go ahead and talk. Yo. All right. So yo, yo. back to what you were saying before we lost you. You said that the Celtics are the number four team in the East right now. Does that mean what does that mean your your rankings are uh, for the top four? You can hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Did you hear life what I just asked it, you or no? It, yes. Yeah, I heard you. Life's a struggle right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would say right now the Raptors are one, Bucks two, Miami three, Celtics four. That's my. Those are my four teams right now. Matt, you hear just from just from watching just from watching the games I've watched. Did you hear uh, what I said about the Pacers and that if it was a one game uh, tomorrow, I would pick the Pacers over the Celtics. I did, yeah, I, I and I can't even really debate it because at the end of the day, I just feel like all these teams have guys that come off the bench that produce, and I don't feel like the Celtics have that. You right now, I'm confident in the five starters, with even counting Gordon, and then Marcus mm-hmm. Smart off the bench because after that, it's a toss up. I don't know what Ennis Canner is going to give you. I don't know what and want to make all those you know and all the other guys. I, they're all unknowns, and and when I've seen them play, they're inconsistent at best. I just remember what I was trying to say before, Tyler. It was about the defense. We, we've, we've talked about how they haven't had their top five guys all year, and I know having Kemba does not mean you have your best defense out there necessarily. But where you have all those guys out there, and we're, I'm, we're watching them rotate tonight, and it just seems like it's absolute chaos the entire time for them. And it seems like they're they're trying to do what they want to do, but somehow they can't execute it when they have their, their, their grouping out there that they want. And to me, that's alarming in, in more ways than one because you have you don't have Jimmy Butler out there and you have a group of shooters out there and you're not able to stop them along the perimeter, which your whole big thing about defending the paint is we're going to make sure we defend the perimeter exceptionally well. So I, I, that to me is a huge, huge issue in, in all this game. I think it's the biggest issue for me coming out of this game. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, were, they were horrible defensively. Horrible. It was one of the worst showings we've seen from them all year. I mean, regardless of what the score was, I mean, it was 109. I, 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 yeah, I think they were bad defensively. And, and uh, Miami was very, very good offensively. 
Yeah, um, look, we're seeing Bam's numbers right now: twenty-one points, five, uh, five or twelve from the floor, five of twelve from the floor, uh, twelve rebounds. Obviously, he's going to have a big night. Um, usually, uh, now, how just, do you guys feel? Just, about- they, I, no, I, I, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say, and they got guys like Duncan. Rob- I know Duncan Robinson started, but he's not a typical starter for them, right? Am I right about we got that? 21 tonight, five threes. But that's what I'm saying. They have dudes that can shoot the ball. Tyler Hero, another playmaker. He had a good stretch in that game. Like, they just have guys that come off the bench. Gorgon Dragic, another guy who can light it up. It's just the Celtics don't points. have that. They don't have that. Nope. Not all. Kelly Olynyk, 15 points. Ugh. God, but the only Kelly way Olenek they're going to survive points. is if if all – I think all four guys, Brown, um, Brown Tatum, Gordon and Kemba all are at 15 plus points. They all have to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're not yeah. getting any scoring off the bench. They're not. Right, Tyler. How do you feel about Marcus Smart fouling out with 3:46 left in the third quarter? Just what one day after Christian Fourier said he's the most important player in the Celtics? Well, that was yeah, bad Christian. coaching. You don't leave your guy in there like that. <laughs> Christian Fourier jinx. Apparently, yeah, that was probably a game that. Marcus Smart is probably saying to himself, "That's the worst I've ever played in my life." I mean, six fouls. Well, he played. Probably, he played probably, horrible, but he got some. He had some beat. That, and then, don't even get yeah. me started with the NBA officials in this bubble. They, they are horrible. Brothers. Yeah, they are, they, they are horrible both ways. I'm not not saying that's why I saw as well. I it makes the game unwatchable, and it's like, I mean, I, I've never seen Gordon Hayward get really upset with the ref. Right. I mean. I've never seen him do that. He wanted to kill that guy, and I don't blame him. That I don't know how these guys don't get. I don't yep. understand how these guys don't get more technical fouls because, especially in the bubble, there's not like crowds, not loud. Like these officials make the worst calls I've ever seen. That now, was his first tech with the Celtics tie, and then his third of his career. Yeah, he's like Brad, yeah, and, and he and he earned he earned that one because. That was a horrible call. That's not an offensive foul, right? Right. I, I, I could, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I've never, like you said, never seen Hayward kind of get like that. Ty, were you saying something before though? I thought, I thought you got cut off there. Yeah, I was just saying it was a horrible call. I mean, it's a, it's a three point takeaway from the Celtics, and I think that he came down and had a bucket right there. So I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what happens? It, it was a six point game, and that's three right there off the board. I mean. It was an inexcusable call. He never gets those. Brad never gets second. Oh, this is good. Oh, I lost you there for a second. That's just the internet. I love it. But you know what? I'll give you this, Ty. Definitely better on your phone than it is on your computer, for sure. Now, you also made a note, too. Jaron Jackson, right? He ended up having a season-ending injury, I guess we'll call it. I mean, it's what it is. He, he tore his meniscus, right? So he's out for the year. And that, that matters to Celtics fans because if the Grizzlies – don't okay. And I lost Tyler now. If the Grizzlies don't end up making it into the postseason, that affects their draft stock. They're not. They're going to have a lottery pick at that point, and then the, then the pick can fall to the Celtics because now it is. God, I haven't looked at it in so long. With the break, I believe it's a top eight protected. No, top six protected pick. It was top eight protected last year. So now, if the if the Grizzlies don't make it, Ty, as you pointed out in our, in our notes. This this pick could fall to the Celtics. Do you want to see that fall to the Celtics this year? Or would you rather them see get an unprotected one next year? You would rather have a lottery pick this year. Really? You sure? You would. You would. You want Danny to pick another Ojale? Well, he'd trade it. Don't you think? No, he. I, I don't know what he would do with it, but that's there's zero chance it's going to be a lottery pick next year. Memphis is only going to get better. I Memphis know is good. Triple J. 
he tore his uh, meniscus now, but I doubt he's out for the entire season next year. So, I mean, John Brandt's only going to get better. You expect that team to only get better. So, I, I would say that there's no way it's going to be a lottery pick next year. So, you're only chances this year. So, it seems like they're going to lose it, man. The Grizzlies are really bad right now. Yeah, when you lose him, you're screwed. There's no way. You can't, you can't. You're not going to survive getting into the postseason without him. But I know that that draft, like right now, the 2020 draft, people already weren't high on it as it was. Then you have the whole pandemic thing, and it impacts everybody's able to look at players and assess them and everything. I would think you don't want that pick this year necessarily. I mean, look, if it somehow crept up, I mean, but it's even then you're going to lose it when it gets into the top six. So I, I don't know. I think I'd rather have it for next year, and you can probably move it even still if it's just if it's a like a late first round and get something worth your time in return. I because you because they're not gonna who's he gonna draft? Are you who are you, like are you keeping all these guys? Or are you getting rid of a bunch of them? I don't know what Danny's gonna do in that regard. I I just don't think that drafting. I just don't think he's gonna end up using that pick for an actual like player. I think he's gonna use it to trade trade it away. I would I would hope at this point. Yeah, package I don't that with Wanamaker right on it. Yeah, because well, yeah, if it goes they, in the lottery, then he can trade it. If it goes in the lottery, then it has more value to be a, a trade because he could get a, a top, you know, top ten pick potentially. So right, but I don't think it's going to have that value this year. Is what I'm saying. Even if it's in the lottery, I just don't. Th- I think people are low on this draft to begin with, and then the pandemic screwed things up even more. So you know what I mean now? Yeah, but I mean, even if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't trade the pick, he could use it on a guy like Tyler Hero, who went one spot ahead of Romeo Langford. Oh my god! So, yeah, we got screwed. Uh, Celtics. I, 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 yeah, I remember that. That's a guy that Celtics wanted as, as we're watching him play. But I forget that he went right before Romeo Langford. Oh. Hey, they. All I gotta say is they better come ready to play tomorrow because the Nets just knocked off the Bucks. So they better not. They better I not cannot believe that they didn't have Karis Levert. They didn't have Joe Harris. They didn't have Jer- Jared Allen and Jamal Crawford. That's a bad. That's a minutes. bad loss for the Bucks. It's. Awful. I don't care that Giannis played 16 minutes. Doesn't matter. I don't even know half these guys in their starting lineup. Who is L. Thomas? Uh, Lance what? Thomas is. He played for the. He played for the Knicks, and he was cut by the Nets in the preseason. Who is R. Corux? Rodion's Corux. <laughs> who? Ty. Exactly. Ty, you want Ty? Do you know who they are? Who's D. Irrelevant. Donta Donta Hall. The only reason I know these guys is obviously because I have to. I, I have to because of the nets wire and everything. But yes, I think what was it? I heard it on the broadcast today. I think eight of those guys, eight of the eleven available players today, and that includes Crawford, who played five minutes because he got hurt. Eight of the eleven players available all logged G League minutes this year, and then if the this, other two. Sorry, what? I was no, about, no. I was, I was just gonna say if the Celtics don't win by double digits tomorrow, I, I there will be. They're some done. Games. They're not it's, making a long run of the playoffs. They, if they don't have like a double-digit win tomorrow, that would be mm-hmm. horrible. Oh, my it, it, God. It, that's what makes this loss even worse, too. I, I totally forgot about that because I, I think I saw somewhere on Twitter the Celtics going to rest their, their starters tomorrow uh, if they play when they play the Nets. Well, now you kind of can't. I mean, yeah, Kemba's probably not going to play. But other than that, I mean, maybe you can limit guys' minutes if you're kicking well, the tar well, out of them. Hold but, on. My, my, problem is, my problem with that. Is why why are they resting them? They're only playing eight regular season. Well, why are we resting guys? I don't think Kemba because Kemba's got knee issues. All these other dudes are twenty. They're like the youngest damn team. Why can't mm-hmm. they play? It's a good question, Matt. It's what the NBA it's what NBA teams do. You no, know that. See, and that's and that's what pisses me off because you you haven't played in three months. You're trying to establish rhythm. You're gonna take days off. 
These are the games you need to play. I agree. This is one where you really need to find your rhythm back and kind of work through the mistakes and the kinks because they should be kicking the tar out of the nets. Everybody should at this point and, pretty and, much. Well, and they should just need to play. I want to see them play defense because, to be honest with you, they've played good defense for, like, only a few stretches. Like, even the Portland game, there's no – the fact that that was a close game down the stretch is, is crazy because the Celtics are up, like, 20-something and a half. So, they need to figure this stuff out on the defensive end. But I, I just think they don't have great interior defense. That, that's their problem. Agreed. Yeah, that's been a problem for them all year long. All year. And I, yep. maybe this bubble will amplify the – I think the bubble is kind of amplifying the issues that they have right now. And maybe Danny and Brad Stevens, for that matter, will kind of reassess things going into next year. Ty, do you have anything else before we get going? Um, no. What did – do we get into the scowl thing about Shemi and Watermaker? I was just reading that in the rundown we had earlier. We oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned, I mentioned that before. Like I was saying that if that prob- if that happens, if, if scowl is saying that, then that means that you have a huge problem on the offensive end. I think that, that I mean, um, on your off with your offense coming off the bench, if he's saying something like that, because Scal is going to always word it delicately. Because I mean, how many times do we hear him say "we" when he's doing the broadcast and he's talking about the Celtics? So yeah, yeah, yeah. If he if he's saying something, but no, it, it, there's a, there's a problem, that, and mm-hmm. it's bad. It's I mean, it's glaring. If if you don't see it, I mean, I don't know if he's yeah. watching. Right. Exactly. Do you have anything else, Matt? Nope, I'm just going to um, go to bed and hope that the uh, Celtics don't lose to the Nets. Because if they do, I don't hope... know if I'll watch anymore. I'm going to pray that you have power tomorrow so we can see your beautiful face. <laughs> all right, we will talk to you all again on Wednesday night after the game. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.